from Stettin in the Baltic to Trieste in the Adriatic, an iron curtain has descended across the European continent. Winston Churchill, March 1946. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and in today's episode, I'm going to be doing a book review about a period of time that many of us remember, but a great many don't, the Cold War in Europe. Now, when most people think of the Cold War era, several things come to mind. The Berlin Wall, the Cuban Missile Crisis, school duck and cover drills, Kennedy and Khrushchev, Reagan and Gorbachev. But if you're a reader of fiction, you may also remember the Cold War as a time of great spy novels by authors like Robert Ludlum and Ian Fleming. What few would ever think of is a small Dutchman in a blue Volkswagen Beetle going behind the Iron Curtain to smuggle Bibles to persecuted Christians. That's what you get, however, in the book God Smuggler by Andrew Vanderbilt better known to the world as Brother Andrew. Co-authored with John and Elizabeth Sherrill, the book chronicles Brother Andrew's life from just before the Nazi occupation of Holland up to 1967, including his military service in the Dutch East Indies during the rebellion that would result in the establishment of Indonesia as an independent nation. His life story is compelling in itself, but what propels this book is the story of his work in communist Eastern Europe that began in 1955 with a simple trip to a youth conference in Warsaw. Having just graduated from Bible College in Scotland, he told the organizers of the Socialist Conference that he wanted to attend as a young Christian from Holland, fully expecting to be rejected. Astonishingly, they welcomed him gladly, and what he experienced on that first trip behind the Iron Curtain began a ministry few would have imagined possible. Moved by the joy Polish Christians expressed when meeting him at having not been forgotten by those in the West, and saddened by the lack of Bibles for these mostly underground believers, since the official policy of communism was that atheism was the only valid belief, he set out to provide Bibles to the Christians of the communist bloc, becoming one of the most unique missionaries in the history of Christianity. Now I should say here that I know the word missionary conjures many negative images, for both Christians and non-Christians alike, and for valid reasons. In the case of Brother Andrew, however, none of those negative connotations apply. His sole mission was to bring Bibles to Christians in areas where the communist governments had either limited their availability or banned them outright. And he made no distinction between denominations, a practice more of us should follow today, bringing Bibles to Catholics, Orthodox, Baptists, Methodists, and every other church and believer that needed one. So where does the thrilling spy novel part come in? From his very first trip in that blue VW, carrying Bibles into communist Czechoslovakia. Any Western literature was suspect, and especially literature of a religious nature. The border guards would typically confiscate any such material and bar the person transporting it from entering the country. Yet Brother Andrew did not even attempt to hide the Bibles, rather praying that as Jesus had made blind eyes see during his time on earth, he would now, quote, make seeing eyes blind to the Bibles he was carrying. 
Call it coincidence if you like, but the Czech border guards never mentioned the Bibles that were in plain view. This began a series of seemingly impossible events that led him through the entire communist bloc, including Poland, East Germany, Hungary, Romania, Yugoslavia, Bulgaria, and even Russia itself, putting over 200,000 miles on that tough little beetle. As the Los Angeles Times blurb on the cover of the book says, he had numerous near escapes. Sadly, some of his comrades were not as fortunate. God Smuggler is a thrilling read, whether you're a Christian or not, and as a historical chronicle, it gives a glimpse into an aspect of life in Eastern Europe under communism rarely found in textbooks. It's a book as important today as when it was written 55 years ago, and it should be read by a new generation. But once you start it, make sure you've got plenty of free time, because you won't be able to put it down until the end. That's our episode for today. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. Thanks a lot.